1: Well, welcome to another hour of Live with Colby, Psychic Rebel. I am here at the LA Conscious Expo. Thank you to UBN for having me. Um, what an incredible day it's been here. I mean, everybody from every walk of life, like literally, and life beyond is here. <laughs> so it is is—it is a packed house. <laughs> Um, and I thought, you know what a what a great opportunity to for you at home, for you that maybe not here in, in in the physical space with us, understand and be a part of this by learning a little bit about intuition, psychic, mediumship, how does it all work? How do we work? How are you working? so that maybe you can say, you know what? gosh, that's what that is. That's what's happening, you know because I do believe we all, all of us are intuitive and sometimes we can move away from trusting that, we can move away from understanding that core feeling that we have. And I think sometimes that comes through upbringing, you know, you're not taught to trust it or your surroundings or there's a lot of people that may be in your life that don't want you to be intuitive, if I'm gonna be honest about it, you know, Moreover, a lot of times your employer that doesn't really want you to be intuitive because they're going to l- you're going to see what the agenda is behind things or people who are trying to pull the wool over your eyes or just trusting a circumstance or situation. So, intuitiveness, that is your gut feeling. That's the best way to say it. It really is down here and I always try to tell people it's like a compass so it can shift. So what happens is think of it as being center, you know, your intuition and it's a compass mm-hmm. and center is truth. Now, when you ask a question and you get a feeling, set an intention as to what side would be yes? And then what side would be no? And all of us are a little different. So what side that yes and no on may be different? So that's why you have to kind of tune into yourself. You can start by asking yourself a a question you know is true. I know I'm a woman. I know my name. Um, And you set the compass. So it says, okay, that's what yes feels like. Then you say something opposite that you know is a false. You feel that no, because it's about connecting to that feeling, what is yes versus what is no. And you can use that intuition throughout your life. You can use that intuition to guide you. And a lot of times intuition comes in with a fight or flight scenarios a uh, danger things like that a mother's intuition is definitely a big one on the intuitive scale that's why you know when they say mom has eyes in the back of the head I think she does I do I think I think the parents whew, um, because it's that mother's intuition they know it's you know a lot of times it'll be in the silence not necessarily in the noise that you feel the intuition it's in that silence that you know you're triggered, something's there. So it's about trusting yourself. And I always love to use the idea of driving down a road. You know, you take the same way home all the time, but something tells you, you should turn right down this street. I should make a right down here. And you don't listen to it, right? Because you, you know which way you're going to go, the same way you always go, and then a few blocks up, if they aren't doing road construction, and now the traffic is, you know, you're in traffic another 30 minutes, and it's like, oh, I should have listened to that intuition. I should have listened to that, and I think we all have those hits and misses. It's important to recognize the misses. A lot of times, people don't want to acknowledge that they felt something and then didn't listen to it, but we have to because... That's how you're gonna strengthen the no side of the compass. You're gonna know how that feels to you. And start using your intuition uh, in your life. Ask questions of yourself or of another person. Can I trust them? Can I tell them a secret? Or can I take this job? Your intuition will very strongly tell you if you should take that next jump, take that next position take that change in jobs, you know, it's listening to that, that will help. And when you get those hit yeses, they are addictive. They are, it's like, oh, 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 <laughs> but it's building that energy and it's understanding the more you're connecting to your own energy, to your own source power. This is just you and your higher self. So the more you're connecting to that, the more you're gonna be able to navigate your life with ease and less stress. See, the stress really comes from the logical brain coming in. The logical brain either is going to work in the past or work in the future. Very rarely is the logical side of your brain in the present moment. We have to kind of keep training ourselves to be present, right? So if you're getting anxiety and and feeling stressed about something, it's usually something that's in the future that you don't know yet. So settle back into the present Tune into that intuition and trust that it will be okay. Trust that it's gonna work out. Trust that however it is working out is the way that it's supposed to be. But at the same time, using your intuition to help guide you with it. So if you're feeling like you wanna speak up to something and you you don't really have all the logical answers as to uh, do you have a right to speak up or is it your place to speak up, you know, listen to your intuitiveness it will really help you get that. Now, when we go into psychic, you know, that's a little different. It it is still that intuitiveness, but that's kind of that intuitiveness is a bit of one of the clairs. So when we get to psychic, how many of you have kind of just known something without knowing why you're knowing it, you'll meet someone and you know she's going through a divorce. You don't know why you're knowing it, but you know there's something there. <laughs> and then a few minutes into the conversation, she says, yeah, I've been working through this divorce. And you're just thinking, oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's wonderful. Um, not the divorce. I mean, you understand that you got the hit first, right? <laughs> I'm not wishing divorces on people. but. You getting that psychic so psychic is really this esp i I don't know how many of you have heard that but so psychic is intuition but it's also logic with extrasensory perception so it's those three components that kind of make a psychic good really the more they're in tune with the logic and the esp with the intuition they're able to build and tell the story and get what they're getting super fast and quick or accurately or with detail so it's the different claire so you may have heard claire's right and maybe you don't really know what that means but claire is clear so clear is really i don't know we could just say clear um But if we're going to be all fancy in French, it's clair. So, (laughs) but there is that seeing, okay? That's your clairvoyance, it's called clairvoyance or clear seeing. Why do we say clear? Well, because it's coming from source. It's coming from a pure source of energy. So it's clear, it's not dirtied or muddied. It's clear, it's a clear vision. So, the way that can work is two ways. It can work physically. So your physical eye sees something, or it could be internal. So like your, your mental eye, your internal eye can see something. Same thing with hearings. That's audience, And that's hearing. Again, you can physically hear a noise, or you can internally hear something. In your, in your mind, you hear it. Again, claircognizant. Now, this one we see a lot. I, I think so many psychics acknowledge this claircognizance. They know it. They don't know why they know it, but it just pops in. And that's the idea. It's not a. It's not a thought that builds, okay? If something builds, that's really, the building is more of your logical brain putting it together, okay? But if it just pops in, that's ESP. It's coming from source. And you go, oh! Oh, (laughs) actually, I did that earlier. There must be something about my high-pitched O's today. (laughs) Um, Spirit wants to be, like, happy today. And there's also clairsentient. And this is clear feeling. So, again, the intuition is kind of the raw form of that. Uh, Clairsentient is the, if it's more tuned in or more connecting it with, um, an extra sensory feeling—that's going to be your clair sentient. So, n- you don't necessarily have all of them. Okay, there's going to be one or two that are going to be stronger than the others, and there are some other clairs just to acknowledge. There is clair that allows you to smell. Um, but you know, the ones I'm giving you are the primary ones that we kind of use a lot and we use a lot in our daily life. So you're gonna have one or two of these clairs that are a little stronger than the others, that's natural. And you may not know, initially, like I get a lot of new students who say, I don't I don't know, I don't know which one I'm getting. Here's how you're going to practice it. This is the way to find out which of your clairs is the strongest or how are you initially getting the information. You have to be present and sit with yourself just throughout the day you know so practice one day saying i'm going to be clairvoyant today i'm going to notice what pictures i'm noticing i'm going to notice what is my eye drawn to are there any symbols or anything that stands out or any colors stronger than other colors write a diary at the end of the day all the pictures you got Were you able to connect them to something else? Did they make sense to you? Did they feel like they had a a stronger or another meaning to them? And then you can spend another day doing the clear audience, hearing. So basically what it is, is you kinda wanna dull the other senses intentionally. So you say to yourself, my intention is to use my sight today. My intention is to really tune into hearing. So when you do hear whispering, tune into that whispering, listen to that whispering, see what that whispering is about, okay? Same thing with that clairsentient. Now the clairsentient, you guys, this one is the one that can create the most feelings, like nausea, because a lot of people, what happens is when I say, tune into your feelings, what happens is vibrationally, you're gonna connect to everything. Vibrationally, you're gonna feel all the energy in a workspace, all the energy around you, all the energy with people. That can sometimes lead to a feeling of being a little nauseous about things, a little like ugh, you know? Same thing if the energy is super high in a space. That also can make you feel nauseous just because you're not quite used to it because you're not quite, you know, understanding what's happening, okay? But that will help you tune in and grow this clairsentient. So after you do your different clairs, you know, you can, and you look at your journal, you can look back over the journal and you can see which ones were stronger. What did you have an easier time with? What just seemed to be there and flow for you rather than not knowing which ones were as strong, okay? now. Those are how to build your clairs. And I wanna ask you just in your own life with this, how many times have you seen something that felt a little stronger to you? That That's gonna just be like some indicator. So even think back to your memories. What are some things that, you, that do stand out more for you? Okay, the last one that we can kinda talk about or that we're gonna talk about today is mediumship. Now, this is just a little different. The mediumship is definitely connecting to um, spirit in a way of spirit that is past or guides or angels, but definitely the, it's in another realm, okay? And that's that's mediumship. And you know, I personally work with mediumship of loved ones that have passed over human beings that have passed over. But there are many, many people that deal with the energy in the realms of angels and guides and master guides, or they channel guides. So there's so much information around that. But mediumship, you know, that as in what I'm going to talk about is really connecting to physical persons that have passed away, physical loved ones that have passed away. So you may feel them. If the idea is, if you think about them right if you're having an experience and all of a sudden um, you know Aunt Betty pops into your head she just pops in that's because she's visiting right if it's just a pop in she's there it's her spirit visiting okay she's using that thought of popping in or if you see a blue be- bluebird or a blue jay and you go oh, Oh, Aunt Betty loved Blue Jays. It just is is there. You notice that clairvoyant picture right away. That's because Aunt Betty is there. Aunt Betty is saying, I'm here and I'm going to show you this sign and I'm going to show you that I'm around, okay? So that is the idea, all right? So it is knowing that that's how they are communicating and they're connecting. So think of your loved one. Do you get a sign or a symbol from your loved one? Now some of you may be saying no right now, nope, I don't, nope, nope, they don't send me anything and I ask them all day long. Well, you know, they don't love you. No, (laughs) I'm just just kidding. I I do love to tease people about that, but that's so not true. Um, It takes a two-part effort. Spirit can give you signs and symbols all day long, but if you're not expanding your awareness to notice how they're doing it you may be missing what they are giving you or how they're giving it to you. When we create expectations of how we demand for spirit to communicate with us, we are more likely to be disappointed because they may communicate in another way. So if you're saying you will tell me this and you will say this to me, well, they may not, they may just show you the blue jay. They may show you through a sign or a symbol and that should be enough. So expanding your awareness as to how they can communicate, and it may not always be quite so over the head, it might be something so quick, because I I do find a lot of things are very, very, very quick, especially when connecting with spirit. It's that shadow out of the corner of your eye, but it makes you turn, but then what happens, what happens out of the corner of your eye when you feel or notice something, right? What does your logical brain do? automatically shuts it down. It automatically says, oh, I must have imagined that. It's usually like the first thing out of your your mouth, oh, I must have imagined that, without just giving it some validation and some credit and some like, oh wow, like I just had a connection. Um, And So it may just, it is about noticing that. Or you know, if you can set up a, a symbol with your loved one, ask them, what you can do is You know, take just a few minutes and you have to sit quietly and and be in a space where you allow yourself to take yourself through a memory with that loved one and see them and feel them and relive that memory with as many senses as you can. And then have that loved one be in front of you and ask that loved one in that, that vision that you're having and in that meditation that you're working with, is there anything that you want to tell me? Is there anything you want to share because that's going to be your message from them and you can say to them and what symbol would you like to show me so that I know rather than us dictating what we feel they should be given when we listen to them and let them lead I think you'll be a lot more surprised at what you're getting and if any of you are knowing these feelings you're like okay Here's the first thing. If you have a thought that you're crazy, that's a good sign that you're probably intuitive. (laughs) Because I, I really find that one common thread that we all think we're crazy, we all really take things very, very personally, We all get impacted emotionally by people around us. We can feel our energy either raise or drain being in an environment of other people. So those are definitely some common symptoms or or ideas of how, wait a second, there is something. And if you just know something about knowing them or you can empathetically feel them, you know, there's training. You can build this and grow this. There are many people He will try to say to you, well, it's a natural gift, it's a natural, natural. Of course, it it all starts from a natural place. Obviously, it does, and that's not to take away from that, but uh, it, it is a muscle. These clairs that we're working with are muscles and we can make them stronger and we can connect the dots quicker and connect the dots with more detail through practice, through understanding, through some training, through some working and growing, so it is really fun. You can develop your gifts and and play with them some more. And I mean, you know, John, you're here. Don't you find that you know, just even you exercising and working with your gifts, that they become stronger?
2: Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely.
1: It's fun, and you've yeah. been in the classes, you yes, know. Yes, I have. Um, John participates you know I've studied with Lisa Williams Mm -hmm. worked with Lisa Williams I now teach classes as well and Mm -hmm. you know you can see this learning growth and development with people that are training yes
2: yes definitely and one new thing I've started to do is channel piano oh nice absolutely yeah blows my mind
1: yeah (laughs) absolutely so it's beautiful so um, what I am going to do is let me let me just kind of talk about channeling just for a minute just so that the, the viewer gets oh I understand what it is because so many times there's two different things people will some mediums will say and it gets it could just be language but let me just kind of give you a little bit of my idea of the language so that we can kind of make it so when I connect to a loved one in spirit mm-hmm. I am blending with that soul it's a soul to soul blending so I'm not necessarily like channeling them i'm blending with them right i'm saying oh come come share my space with me Uh but i'm keeping full control of my space and of my body i just may take on their mannerisms or uh you know take on a bit of their personality physically but i'm blending with them channeling is really about that higher energy and that higher spirit using your physical body and it is like they are really pushing the message through. They are mm-hmm. really, you know, it's coming direct from them, yeah. right? Yeah. And do you feel that like in your piano that this isn't? I mean, yes, you know how to play the piano. No, but that's this the, is like
2: the from, funny thing is, I never did. See, yeah,
1: that's what's it, so, so crazy. So it's truly from You're spirit. Right. It's truly, truly from spirit. a source yes. saying, it, "It's like um, I I don't know, like a funnel, like yes. a tunnel, like, 100%. It's like a, it's it always, you know." That's the thing about channeling. Uh, you know when? Okay, this is a really great. Okay, when I when I blend uh-huh. spirit, it feels like an expansion this way. It's expansion this way of the energy. So it's up and around, but it's a room of energy mm-hmm. kind of, right? And we dance. We dance in that room. Channeling feels so streamlined, such a pipe yeah. of streamed information. Boom, yes. boom, boom, boom. Um, yes. and, it, and then you'll get done and you'll be like, who was that? Yeah. Who was that? What just happened? (laughs) You know, it's almost like you may not consciously be aware of the impact of what is happening or the words or the playing. So it is incredible how each of those works. Mm And each, you know, and again, these are, there's so many, there's so many ways to work. Uh, There's so many, there's so many different types of work. At the end of the day, it's about... I mean, it is about energy or a source of energy or where does that source of energy come from? And so sometimes that source of energy comes from our higher self. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that source of energy comes from an angel. Sometimes that source of energy comes from a guide. Sometimes it comes from, uh, you know, an, an actual person in spirit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes from... You know, another realm or, you know, there's, it's limit. I think the idea is that it's limitless. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes our logical mind wants to put limits on what we're getting or how we're getting, but there really are no limits. You know, I think it's about surrendering to how you're getting the information, honoring how I'm getting it, and then learning that there's a place to learn and grow with it. Or or sometimes there's a calling to do something Mm -hmm. with it.
2: Do you think uh, some of it's related to past lives and bringing in information that you may have had in past lives that didn't do in this life, but then you have, when you channel, it comes through? Yeah, absolutely.
1: I I think a lot, too. Um, I think past lives, there's so many things about past lives. Mm -hmm. I think some things, too, that um, if we were kind of supposed to do something in a past life and we kind of didn't. Uh, I think it's very likely that it comes back this time so we can accomplish it. Okay. And that could be a goal or an experience or a relationship mm-hmm. um, or, you know, but I, I do think this idea of past lives can be, you know, lessons,
0: okay.
1: um, but they could also be rewards, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. worked so hard or you wanted to do something in this past life and you didn't. Or sometimes, you um, you know, I I do feel that I've been a medium in past lives. Mm-hmm. I do feel like I've yeah. done this work in past lives. But in this life, I was like, Mm-mm. no, thank you. I'm going to sit behind a desk and I'm going to push paper and I'm going to be super important to the IRS. That's what I'm going to do. Um, but I think, yeah. like you're saying, I think something about this other calling that mm, we can have yeah. and this connection to a past life that says, that pushes you beyond that, 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 and that's a lesson. So that's a life lesson for me to be to find mm-hmm. that courage to say I need to do this from two so different worlds. Yeah. Especially for you. I mean,
2: yeah.
1: you know, you you channel the the music yeah. and it kind of comes out yeah. right? right in this right. beautiful piece and. Yeah. But don't you find that at some point, too, you also have to kind of work through your own fear, your own logic? Oh,
2: that's that's exactly how it all started. I just was feeling very stressed. Yeah. I sat down at the piano and just started to tinker around just to, you know, just to, because to, it's it's just very healing to hear music, right? Yes. So, yeah. um, and then all of a sudden, I just felt this really strong, deep sense of relaxation come over me. And before I know it, I, you know, because I was recording at the uh-huh. time, just just to see what the experience would be like. And then... And then I played it back and was just blown away. And and what what it reminded me of was just surrendering. Yes. Because when you surrender, then you trust that you're going to be led to play the right things, see the right things, that's, do the right things. And that's what it was for me. It was a physical representation of spirit. Right. Incredible.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's 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 beautiful. And yeah. the idea that it is music and that you're not trained. And see, that's where your logical brain yeah. come in, right? <laughs> I, I don't, you know, but yeah. it is trusting that. And also... Your modalities may transition over time. They do They do change, I believe, mm-hmm. you know. I know, I mean, my, I always saw spirit. I mean, that was never a big deal. I always felt and saw spirit, and I knew spirit was around. Wow. But I also knew that I could really heal. Like, I, I think mm-hmm. if I were to look at it now, but heal from my hands. Like, I oh, knew okay. my yeah. something coming out of my hands had this. Impact. And it's still yeah. there when I pull on it. Um, but my natural drive isn't necessarily to do that as much anymore. It's okay. like somehow um, maybe I needed that more uh, before when I wasn't fully surrendering to the work. Uh-huh. But in, even though the power is there, I don't necessarily need it. Like it can kind of come from within. And maybe that's mm. the same with you where, yeah. you know, it is flowing and kind of channeling. But for any of you, you know, knowing, knowing how you work and knowing that spirit may change that within you is okay it's we i think change is good and i think change is Mm -hmm. adapting and Mm -hmm. surrendering is really what it's about when the mediums you know you see mediums and they work and they'll be so worried about getting it right they'll be so worried about is that detail exactly right but when you work and you just you go gosh i'm gonna wow i get to meet someone i get to talk to this new person and get to learn about them Mm and when you relax and just be and surrender, you'll be surprised at how incredibly accurate the information will be um, just through the through the experience of having fun and truly relaxing yeah. through it. And, sort of
2: saying what comes to your mind first rather than thinking about it too much and spiltering it, right? Right, okay. right. And yeah. there is
1: this idea, you know, especially when I do train, mediumship, you know, there are some people who give it as a, a, an actual flow, 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 but mm-hmm. there is... The logic there is a piece of logic that does come in, and, and I think sometimes people mediums especially are so afraid to use that word because it means oh i'm making it up and, and no, it doesn't, but you know if if it you you are two components, it's mm-hmm. not just one side right and when we learn how to use those two sides together, mm-hmm. that's when you can you can build the story around them mm-hmm. and and the experience yeah. around it and be able to kind of put it into pieces that um give that person so much more it's just so much more about them very true Yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah so you know for all of you out there if you hear your name called you know I always say this I used to and I still do every once in a while um I will hear my name called at night I'll be in bed sound asleep and all of a sudden my name gets called and I will just open up my eyes um You know, and I used to really, I mean, it would be so real and so realistic that I really, I mean, there were many times I literally got out of bed and went to the door. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, now I kind of go, oh, no, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Now I kind of know they're just trying to talk to me and I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but if you hear your name called, or if you're thinking, if something happens and that loved one just pops into your head or you see something Mm in your eye is drawn to it a little more or you get this feeling around someone. You know, I want you to acknowledge the, these are gifts. These are gifts mm-hmm. that we are born with, that we do have, and acknowledge them. It's it's miracle yeah. after miracle. I mean, you know, it's not all about textbooks. It's not all about what's been written in a book. But a lot of things that have been written in books have been channeled. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You know, someone somewhere along the line got an inspiration. Um, And one thing I always find fascinating, so many scientists are so spiritual. Mm -hmm. And in today's day and age, for some reason, we somehow separated the two. You know, Mm -hmm. science is fact. So when a scientist proves it, but scientists have been proving it all along. I mean, scientists have been proving spirits around all mm-hmm. along. They all give credit. So many of these scientists give credit to spirit or a spiritual mm-hmm. experience being the inspiration to creating the light bulb, creating the telephone. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no. And if we look at the light bulb and we look at the telephone and all that, mm-hmm. it's energy. Yeah, it is energy. So it it, it just it's phenomenal, yeah. and it is about. This is a new day and age. Mm-hmm. This is a time where, you know, the energy is moving forward. It is your time to learn and grow and allow yourself to say, I, I have these gifts. And, I'm, you know, it doesn't mean you have to go out and start doing this professionally. That That's just not it. But why not expand them for your own well-being? Mm-hmm. And maybe through your own expansion, it does create a little healing for someone around you. It does create a little healing for yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, do mm-hmm. you find through your channeling and the music that you are getting oh, some healing?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I actually go back and listen to it for that reason. Yeah. For that reason. It,
1: and then how many people have you shared it with it? They say, Yeah. Wow, this healed me. Yeah. This helped me.
2: Yeah, because I think it comes in first for you, for because yes. I was in that weird state, right? When uh-huh. then then it came through, and then I shared it just to see. I'm like, I have to share it because I'm amazed by it. So I want to see how other people feel when they listen to it. And right? Yeah, you're right. It's it was it's very uh, soothing and healing for a yeah. lot. That's the comments I get. Yeah,
1: and that's the, that's the uh, that's the idea, you know. And yeah. I always say um, there is, uh, you know, there is really nothing I I mean if I gonna be honest mm-hmm. there, there's nothing I can say or do that will replace the human touch of your loved one mm. I mean I I'd love any more than you know to to have them sit there and be able to give you a hug but yeah. the more we can create that experience and engage your senses mm-hmm. and allow them to be as present as they can, it's going to feel as close as it can to the physical touch. And when we can all connect to one another Mm -hmm. and we can all connect to this higher consciousness that we're all capable of, then we all have this unsaid communication that's happening. So from us to one another, from us to spirit, from Mm -hmm. us to our guides, to angels, to anything, it's like you can have this whole... Underlying conversation that's happening, and this whole guidance that's happening. And I th- tell you, the more aligned that you are with source, you know, and all of that is source, and the more aligned you are with your soul within that source, I'll tell you what, that is the stress reliever. Mm-hmm. That is the key. To happiness mm-hmm. it is not you getting the bigger house or the nicer car or the fancier job those things may be nice and they, and they certainly are I'm sure but they're not going to fulfill you the way that connecting to your soul mm-hmm. and trusting a team that's already around you will mm-hmm. and you won't have That anxiety, because when you are truly connecting to your soul, to yourself, to your higher consciousness, to your guides, to your team, um, you're being present because you can't do that in the past and you can't really do that in the future. You're doing it very much in the present. Mm -hmm. And that is about being mindful. And that is sharing with you. You can take that breath, yeah. and you can feel comfortable. You can feel grounded in what you're doing. Yeah. And, it, um, and in regards to the past life, so mm-hmm. that's the idea. There are many, many specialists that, that engage in one area, and that's that's their that's exactly what they do. And mm-hmm. we should each honor our area. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are past lives, and there is this idea that we have had past lives, and I do feel like I just can't. I mean, it's not going to be in this physical body, right? Mm-hmm. But there's no way that this soul is a one go around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just don't believe that. I believe this soul has many experiences, and I think it's through that experience that we learn and grow. Like so, there's soul lessons, right? You have the mm-hmm. life lessons, yeah. right? They take you through this physical life. Maybe it's financial hardship, or maybe it's you know the wrong career, or the wrong relationship, mm-hmm. or the right things. Maybe life is abundant and full and. But there's these life lessons that we learn mm-hmm. and we grow through the life, through the physical realm. But through the past lives, they also become a soul experience and a soul lesson. Yeah. And we can carry those through the present. So it's like interwoven. Yeah, It's interwoven. And when we can get out of this one-dimensional thinking, that's when we can start to see all these other components that there are. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's why energy healing works. That's why... You know, even crystals, you know, Mm -hmm. crystals, I don't do a lot with crystals, but there's many people that that's what they do with healing or the connection is with crystals. But, you know, crystals, you know, are from the earth. They're from, you know, so of course it makes sense that we would vibrationally be connected to crystals Mm -hmm. that, you know, we are made up of chakras and energy and aura And that coincides and connects to the earth and the being. And it connects to soul and angels and energy. It is really all woven. Mm -hmm. Um, So each of you that is like wondering you and wondering if you have it and knowing if you do. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. And it's, you know, integrating these different ways of how you can work and what you can do that is about the healing and the helping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, music is a big one. I, I, you know, music, we do this spiritual service here Mm -hmm. in LA and we, we do it once a month and always there's music there because Mm -hmm. music raises vibration, voice raises vibration, sound raises vibration, water raises Mm -hmm. vibration, all of these elements. So if you are in a situation where, you know, maybe you are at work or you're in a meeting or, you know, and it feels a little heavy, like the energy feels a little heavy or a little stagnant. Um, always keep a bottle of water with you because just having a sip of water or something will actually help you raise your vibration. Okay. It will help you kind of connect and help you lift up so that you are not being weighted down by their energy. Yeah. Because I'll tell you what, Let's, you know, we've got just a few minutes left here. Boy, time's off. I mean, I'll tell you what. Time flies when you're talking about loved ones and spirit and your energy and healing and channeling. But one of the things is I do want to kind of talk about energy vampires. Mm -hmm. It is my favorite thing to talk about because Mm -hmm. it's something I do believe that we can all connect to. Mm -hmm. And first of all, let me tell you what the energy vampire is because I'm sure once I tell you, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so the energy vampire is that person that is a bit of a drama person. It's all about me, 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 mm-hmm. me, or they'll create stress or they'll create a situation where you feel exhausted after being around them or you feel a sense of stress being in their presence or, mm-hmm. um, You feel lower for some reason. You maybe feel a little, like, heavy after, you know, engaging with them. So these are kind of the energy vampires. And we can't quite choose who they are because sometimes they really could be your family. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes... But, you know, you made a sole contract with that family, so you agreed to be around (laughs) them on some level. Maybe it's for that life lesson or a past life or something. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it could be a family member. It could be... Um, a coworker, those are, Mm -hmm. you know, could be anyone, could be a boss, Mm uh, could be a friend. And these are things to look at. So we can't always be around everyone who consistently raises our vibration. I mean, and that would be wonderful if we could, we'd all be, you know, and (laughs) that is the goal in some ways is to live in your own authenticity and your own genuineness that you only surround yourself with people that that it feels good to be around Mm -hmm. their energy. But sometimes there is that compassion and empathy that we may be around an energy vampire. And, but that doesn't mean they have to control your energy. Mm -hmm. All right. You can take back your energy. And that is simply by putting up this protection box. And, you know, some people call it a bubble. So, so for some people, Mm -hmm. it's a bubble that works. And um, they see themselves in a white light or purple light or whatever it is for them. They're, you know, But uh, I always kind of refer to it just as a clear protection box. And that's just a way that your power and your energy can exude out, but their energy kind of can't get in. And it does take practice. Again, like everything, I think when you work with energy and you work with spirit, you know, it, it is a building. You can get stronger the more you work with it. Yes. So... When you do this box, you imagine it all around you, and you imagine yourself inside. Uh, again, and all of your power and energy can go out, but they can't really penetrate. And if you just kind of keep that box up um, around, it helps. You can do that when you're driving. That really, really helps. Like, And I had to do that a lot because sometimes, you know, especially here on the 405, uh, it gets a little crowded, and cars will come very, very, very close, and... You can, almost, especially, you know, working as a psychic and intuitive and uh, I can feel when they're not paying attention mm. and I can f- almost feel when they're going to get too close. So what I do is I actually put the protection up box up around the car mm. and you will be surprised at how more space starts to get created and more energy. Yeah. yeah. And it, that, that definitely helps kind of give you a little bit of breathing room, mm. you know, but it is about stepping into your power owning your power owning your energy owning your source yeah. as one yeah. and the more comfortable you can be with that the more comfortable you can make that a part of your being mm-hmm. um, boy I just think it really has such a positive impact and a, a, effect on yeah. us yeah. and it brings a source of peace in our lives mm-hmm. right? Yeah and people are naturally going to be drawn to that mm-hmm. they're naturally going to want to pull pull into that so um, boy, I, I mean, I think that's almost our time, isn't it? I mean, we really... Yeah.
2: <laughs> we can give you 10 more minutes if you oh, like. Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so much to kind of go yes. with. And there's so much for, you know, hopefully you at home can kind of go, oh, I get this. Mm-hmm. I see this. I see these little things. And again, it is about practicing them. Yeah. It's not about just waiting for things to fall in. Sometimes we wait for things to fall in without us using our logic to kind of connect the dots. Mm-hmm. But when you integrate your logic and your ESP with these spirit and energy and loved ones and, and realms and all of that fun stuff. Wow. It, it becomes a playground. Yeah. It is this fun, super, super duper playground that, you know, you can sit in and have fun with. You can make decisions. You know, it, it's not about tormenting over a decision, tormenting, tormenting. Tor- and I was notorious for tormenting over decisions. And I think most of you, you know, you'll toss and turn and weigh and pros and cons, you know what, when you really kind of tune in and you tune into self and you tune into your soul and you tune into guides, really there is no debate back and forth. The answer is usually right there. And it's going back to that compass, back to that beginning compass. What is your yes? What is your no? And when you really get it down to that basic and go back to that, you'll find that every question you have already has an answer. Yeah. It really, really does. So you don't have to stress yourself and torment yourself and have sleepless nights worrying about it. The sleepless nights come from, um, your ego, your sleepless nights come from, You're worried that it won't be okay. You're worried that it won't be enough. You're worried that you'll upset somebody, you know. Mm -hmm. And when you release all of that and you work from source and you work from soul and you work from your higher self, it will work out. It really, really does. It's living in your truth and your authenticity Mm -hmm. and owning who you are, a beautiful soul. You are not created to not be beautiful. <laughs> You're already beautiful. It's already there. So let it out. Let it shine. Let it be and play with it. And you know what? If people around you accuse you of woo-woo or being crazy or any you know what? That's on them. You know, don't live your life by other people. Live your life with your source and your truth and your, again, authenticity. And I think you're going to be all right. You're going to be good. So I am going to go. I am actually going to play and go down to the LA Conscious Expo. I will be putting up my box. Uh, I will be practicing (laughs) my box. But I am excited to be around all these light workers who are playing and working and healing and helping others. So, you know, thanks for tuning in. Thanks to UBN for having me, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Excellent.
0: It's cutting into your exercise time. <laughs>